the left has us all wrong. We don't want to simply turn the clock back to a time when the status quo of elitist deep state bureaucrats dominated us. We want to restore the republic our founders intended, an America that is of, by, and for the people. An America that abides by its constitution without fail. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. Hello, Patriots. Welcome to... Get my screen to come up here, please. Welcome to episode 223 of the Patriot Review. All my Patriots out there, I love having you watching the show and being on board. We have a lot to do this year, 2024 election year. Um, man, there's uh, there's all kinds of stuff, all kinds of ways that we need to be involved. We need to raise our voice peacefully. And uh, Dan Bongino did a great show today. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. He was talking about um, violence and the call for violence and how we don't want to go there. And I've been talking about that a little bit myself the past couple of days. And, um, you know, we got to expend, I believe, all avenues. And um, that doesn't mean that we are doormats, however. We will defend ourselves because you can count on the left to be violent. And I pray to God, I literally pray to God every day that that doesn't happen. So we have a great show for you today. I have Mr. Doug Kaplan, who is a campaign strategist, and um, might recognize him from other channels. But uh, he, his company, Capital Strategies, was actually the company that got Trump's victory in 2016 right. And so I have a good conversation with him. I just sat down with him uh, today, and I'll show you that. But first, I want to get to... Uh, the signal and talk about some news uh, Trump issues major statement outside the courtroom after what judge did to him Donald Trump vehemently criticized President Biden and cautioned about the potential chaos that could ensue if his prosecution is let to proceed this statement was made shortly after his counsel claimed in court that he possesses complete immunity from any legal action stemming from his tenure as president Trump criticized the Biden administration, labeling it as a threat to democracy and reiterated his belief in tremendous voter fraud. Amen. Underscore, underscore. It was a stolen election. It wasn't just a little bit of fraud. Despite several court decisions that have rejected his and his supporters' allegations. Actually, what they said was that the like the state of texas for example didn't have standing which anybody any american um who's honest with themselves would say bullshit every american has standing it doesn't matter what state it's in either because this this is a, an election for a president for the nation and of course what happens in any of the states affects us all so this is uh, this this is in an existence it came down this way because of the dual justice system, which we're seeing uh, the J6ers get one treatment. And I'll talk a little bit about some news today that uh, if you, uh, you want to raise your blood pressure, that'll probably do it. Um, so, you know, anyway, um, it's very unfair when a political opponent is prosecuted by the DOJ, by Biden's DOJ, 
So they're losing in every poll, losing in almost every demographic. Numbers came out today that are really very mind-boggling. If you happen to be Joe Biden, Trump remarked, from a hotel in the nation's capital. Um, amen. <laughs> amen. Uh, we're seeing the dual justice system all around us. Um, you also see uh, Hunter uh, he should be held in contempt, getting up and taking off from the conventional hearing when uh, MTG was about to question him. Um, yeah, you can imagine all the Democrats coming to the mic and, and saying, oh my God, what a terrible person. If that was Trump Jr., he'd have been in jail a long time ago. Uh, so there's that story. And then there is an urgent alert for 49 states. And this is a weather alert, right? And the reason why, you know, I wanted to bring this up is not necessarily because I'm a, a weather junkie. I never really could understand those people that watch the Weather Channel all day. You know, I've always thought maybe something was a little loose upstairs. Um, but... Uh, this really just reminds us, I think, of how important our infrastructure, our grid is. You know, we've been talking for years, uh, year, literally decades about this, about how we're in such a bad position with our grid that the whole country could be taken out if the grid was wiped out with um, an EMP or something, uh, something like that. And um, this just underscores it again. And it also underscores... How, you know, we all want the best for our planet, but we're just not there yet. We're not to the point where the technology exists, or maybe if it exists, it's been greedily held back by corporations. Um, there's a lot to that when you look at Tesla and, and uh, not Tesla, the manufacturer, but literally Tesla. When you look at his uh, inventions and uh, you know, sending current uh, wirelessly, you know. Uh, so who knows? Who knows what technology really exists that they aren't sharing because it would be detrimental to the oil companies and everything else. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that somebody has to get in office who's going to do something about this because we are exposed and this this whole country, our military, of course, runs on you know the highest tech possible. So I mean, you take out uh, our grid with EMPs, and you know I don't know what the answer is for the military, but uh, it doesn't look good. So uh, if you are um, hunkered down, please stay safe and um, follow all the recommended guidelines for the weather in the response in your area. Don't go out if you don't have to. Speaking of it got cold in here suddenly, Nikki Haley gives a forceful answer to the Trump VP question. She is adamant that she will not run as a VP to Trump. She will not, even though she was so grateful for his support, she will not be a second to Trump. And all I can say collectively from all of us, Nikki, you wouldn't have gotten invited anyway. So thank you for bowing out so gracefully. All right. I mentioned January 6th. This is the one that's going to raise your blood pressure. Ray Epps. Ray Epps is given probation for his involvement in January 6th. Now, <clears throat> if you don't know Ray Epps, he is um, 
what many people reported to have been a FBI plant. I can't prove that, but allegedly, allegedly he's an FBI plant, right? And he goes into the crowd and he's stirring up the crowd um, the night before telling people that we're, we're going to enter the Capitol, right? And a Trump supporter basically says, uh, no, you're not. Uh, so let's listen to Ray. In fact, tomorrow, I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need, we need to go, I'll say it. We need to go in to the Capitol. Let's go! So I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail tomorrow. We need to go into the Capitol. Let me tell you what happens there. I'll let that spin a little bit while I talk. Um, so what happens there is he is shouted down. Um, it completely blows the whole, you know, uh, insurrection crap. Uh, it was never an insurrection. It was a protest because the American people weren't so stupid to believe that Joe Biden got 12 million more votes than Barack Obama when he couldn't fill 24 circles during his campaign stops. You know, and we all know Again, if we're honest, we all know that the election was stolen. There's plenty of evidence out there. It's been shared. It's just the the fake news won't cover it, and the fake news won't hold the government accountable. They won't hold the states accountable, states like Pennsylvania that illegally, illegally changed the voting practices, the voting laws in that state, and that happened in several other states. It was against their constitution and against the federal constitution. Elections, uh, any change to the elections has to be done through the legislature. So when people say, oh, there's nothing there. Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, there's this little thing called the Constitution that was uh, violated. There were laws broken because they, the the, uh, the judges and the DAs and the governors, they have nothing to say about what the election protocols are. Those uh, those have to be taken care of in the legislature. So you can declare emergency or whatever you want. That doesn't change the Constitution. And um, that happened all over the country. And, of course, you know, everybody, what is it with the apathy that people have around the country of, you know, when is enough going to be enough to not get violent, but to stand up and say, you know, no, <laughs> no. So Ray Epps, you know, he gets nothing. He gets a little bit of probation, and, you know, he, uh, he he's off the hook. Meanwhile, you have Grandma and Grandpa who never entered the Capitol, you know, and they get sentenced to a couple years in prison, right? Never, he never said anything like this guy said. So, I mean, they're only making it worse. I'm, I'm sure that initially this started out to be, hey, they're talking about Ray Epps. Ray Epps, he's brought up all the time. Let's show how you know. Let's show how fair we are by by prosecuting this guy, right? Let's show them that we're going to prosecute everybody equally. Well, you know what? It's BS because he certainly wasn't prosecuted equally. He didn't have the same. He didn't have uh, any anywhere near the same amount of sentencing that that um, that people who really had no no hand in the, any of the damage or. He weren't even in the Capitol, you know, and uh, so it's just a, it, in my opinion, just um, a travesty, an injustice, another demonstration of how, uh, depending on what your political views are, 
you uh, you get away with it. And, and he's the darling of the left now, right? And that is because, yeah, he's... Uh, it just lends more credence. If the fact that he's a darling of the left lends more credence to the claim that he is an FBI plant. And, you know, I can't prove it, but I, I wouldn't doubt it. And that's where I'm going to leave that. Um, I will be right back with um, my interview with Doug after this. After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I, let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was, it was just a horrific. Um, sight to come upon was the fact that her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that the color of grace changed and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. All right, we're back. If you want to get your hands on some Kingdom Fuel, you can go to Sherwood 
.tv slash TPR, Sherwood.tv slash TPR. If you get there and you're not on the page slash TPR, you can use the code TPR. So either way, you can get some great product and get some uh, discounts as well. Um, if you have not seen the documentary Breaking the Oath, you can check that out for free. It is on my website, redbloodedpatriots.com. It's also on my documentary site, which is America First Productions, America the number one stproductions.com. Check it out. It's free. There's also a director's edition, which has extended interviews um, with the uh, cast who appear in the documentary. And um, if you use America First as a coupon code, you get 10 bucks off. All right, so I mentioned I sat down uh, with Doug Kaplan, who founded the company Kaplan Strategies, and we had a good conversation about um, what Trump is doing, what maybe you should do, the VP question, and much more. So I'm going to show that right now to you, and I'll be back to close the show. I'd like to welcome for the very first time Mr. Doug Kaplan, who is the president of Kaplan Strategies, a political consulting firm. Doug, uh, welcome to the Patriot Review. It's good to have you on, sir. Hey, thank you for having me. You're very, very welcome. I've been waiting for this interview because I have uh, I have some questions for you. This year, obviously, being the presidential election year, and uh, in a lot of people's opinion, probably the most important election we've ever had since the Civil War. Mm-hmm. But um, so I'm very interested in hearing what you have to say about what we're seeing on the political front these days. But First, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background so my viewers who haven't heard of you get a little better picture for who you are. Yeah, previous, I've been in political world for 13 years. Uh, This company has been around for three years. Previously, I was president of Gravis Marketing. Um, And after I sold that company, I started this one, doing similar similar things. Um, I was a pollster for Breitbart News and One American News in 2016. We uh, were the only pollsters to accurately predict that Trump would win in 2016. In the general, uh, with One American News, we had him winning all the way back in 2015 when he first entered. Uh, you know, within the first month, we saw in New Hampshire that he was at the top of the polls. So my experience goes, you know, way back to then. Um, and um, yeah, so we, you know, we pulled straight down the middle. Um, you know, if he, if he wasn't winning, we wouldn't put that out, of, of course. But, you know, you know that, was, that was our biggest success. We pulled for many candidates and advised and consulted for many conservatives. So you mentioned before we got started, you've been doing this for quite a while. And uh, are you working with any campaigns right now that you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, we're working with, with campaigns and, and PACs and, you know, and, you know anything that's furthering the conservative cause. So, yeah, I don't know how how uh, deep in the weeds you want to get, but I have a lot of questions about you know, what we're seeing right now and kind of a, I'd like to do kind of a, if this, then that type of thing with you can yeah. aim for that. Of course. So, so, first off, I think, you know, from a strategist standpoint, and I have um, your website up right now as we're talking, by the way, so people can see what that is, and it's kaplanstrategies.com folks you can head to and check that out. But um, so what we're seeing right now with President Trump and the, the, it's like two tracks in America right now. We have the the courts, you know, showing us on almost a daily basis that, you know, there's this dual justice system. And um, probably the biggest weapon 
that he has against Biden, if Biden is the guy that's going to actually end up being the the candidate, which I have my doubts about, but um, how would you how would you see this moving forward as as to how Trump addresses his own legal issues while while highlighting Biden's? How does he how does he approach that? Well, just like he's doing, um, I think that he's got some dangerous territory coming up in um, the trial in Washington D.C. Uh, um, I don't think any January sixth defendant was acquitted, other than two cases, and they went before a judge. So it's been about a 99.9% um, conviction rate. And the judge is an extreme liberal um, who was appointed under Obama. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, it's going to be a tough trial. Um, you know, only one juror to hold out. But a lot of the, even the Republicans in Washington, D.C., the 10% of them are lawyers and work for the government and, you know, moderate type of people. So it's hard to see how he gets a hung jury there. Um, so you get a conviction, you get a conviction uh, in D.C., which is March. Uh, maybe the trial will move him up, maybe not. But, 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 you know, you assume a judge will, will let him out. And I, I apologize for the dogs. You, you assume the judges will, will let him out, let him out on bail until sentencing. Um, and then when sentencing is, I, I, I don't know. Um, and then, you know, maybe July, August, September, um, and then, and then, if, if that's what the calendar is, so then, so then she sentences him, and for sure she would sentence him to jail. I mean, that's no doubt about it. So then, what happens? Does she let him out on appeal? Does she let him out on bond for appeal? Um, they do do that in white collar cases sometimes, um, and he does have appealable issues. Uh, so, so, so that we'd have to wait and see. Um, it really depends on the calendar because he's, you know, he's, he just he just had, was he's in front of the appeals court um, mm -hmm. citing the president immunity. It's got to get in front of the Supreme Court, and it, and it depends how long they take. If they're quick, and he goes to trial in March and April, the um, the what I laid out could happen. Well, he could be in jail, believe it or not, before the election. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there is a there is a there is a possibility, and 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 I and I, it's not impossible to see a judge uh, doing that. Um, maybe it's well, yeah, we 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 see you know where these trials are taking place are you know liberal bastions, right? I mean these are these are people who who hate him regardless of the now the speech that I saw him give was we're going to peacefully and patriotically march down to the Capitol and make our voices heard. <laughs> Compared to a Maxine Waters, you right. get in their face and you let them know they're not welcome here anymore. Or compared to Holy Vice fire alarms, you know, Boeing. Vice, yeah. yeah, yeah, Vice President Hyena is like what I call her. But uh, you know, you got her saying Antifa and BLM should not stop, right? North. Right. And so, so the comparison. I mean, the American people aren't this stupid. So I, I think what they're. Um, maybe banking on is that when they do that they they start to create some violent reaction and i'm I'm concerned about that just from just from um you know if that if that if it descends into a violent situation well then nobody wins and that's that's going to be really bad for our cause and so i think trump has to be do you think he has to be addressing the the uh 
the peaceful response that people need to have if he is actually sentenced to some jail time? Is that something that he talks about, or is that political suicide? Well, I guess see where he's at. Listen, it's a good chance that the calendar will favor him, and they're just going to run out of time, and he won't be he won't be put on trial until after the election. And then after the election, it's over. He'll pardon himself. He still would have to worry about Georgia, but because there's no pardon coming from there. But the Supreme—I assume the Supreme Court steps in and says, "Hey, you can't you can't prosecute a sitting president. You got to wait until he's done after his term." So he gets he, if he gets elected, it's over. Um, it, it, it's the point of getting there and getting out of that D.C. court case um, and get, getting through sentencing if convicted. And, and you know not being put in jail so so that's so a lot of things have to depend it depends on the calendar when the Supreme Court takes his appeal which he's likely to lose uh, the president immunity thing um, and then when she puts him on trial if she's gonna put it on March or if it's delayed and and, and, and then and then you go from and, and then you go from there we just it's really a lot of it's really a lot of unknowns um, you know and, and if he's if he's in jail for a month or two, it doesn't mean he can't be president. You know, that's that's the ironic part of it all. Um, he might still get elected. So it, it, it's, it's interesting how it could play out. It's so many different dynamics. But the court cases don't seem to be helping Biden. I mean, in the, in the polling numbers, you know, among independents, it doesn't, seem, it doesn't seem to be moving the needle for Biden in any way. So as uh, people know, it's a bunch of bull crap. Yeah. Uh, unless they're, you know, I mean, the, the rabid, uh, the rabid leftists, you know, are are going to never, never uh, take an honest look at it. Yeah, it comes uh, down to, you know, these races have come down to independents, especially yeah. these races have come down to independent women. And I think a lot of people see, hey, you know, it's a Washington, D.C. jury, it's all Democrats, it's all stacked against them. Other things in Georgia, Fulton County, all Democrats. Other things in Manhattan, all Democrats. So it's all, you know, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all stacked, it's all stacked against them. And, uh, you know, so people, people, people can see that. And I think that, that um, yeah. I mean, they want to put him in jail, and they want to say, "Hey, they want voters to basically say, I'm not going to vote for a guy who's been convicted, even if they don't put him in jail.' Let's say they don't put him in jail, which is a good possibility as well. Uh, and he just has a conviction. Now he's a convicted felon. Um, mm-hmm. So then you can see the TV commercials. Would that change enough voters that it would um, get Biden elected? I, 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 I don't know. You know, polling shows it would help. It would help Biden, uh, but I, I, I don't know if it would help him enough. You know what helps Biden is three million mysteriously arriving ballots at three a.m. in the morning. That's what helps Biden. Well, Biden's problem. Well, Biden's problem is now is unemployment's not bad. They got inflation down a little bit. Yet, yet he's um, his poll numbers. His poll numbers are, are terrible. His favorability no. rate is terrible. So what what would he do to improve those numbers? I mean, right now they got caught yesterday, kind of with their pants down about the unemployment numbers because they said they 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 missed it by about four hundred thousand, that it was overinflated, and yeah, it's a big number. It was much worse than what he said. You know, so you know, definitely Biden's got his own problems. But I think um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, as far as this situation goes is how far does he go to to actually um like now he's been using this line where he compares himself to al capone right and to me that that seems effective because people realize you know that yes al capone well he was he was definitely a criminal and he you know ran the the mob and this and that so 
when he talks about that and compare and compares uh, the number of indictments he's got against him, yeah, I think it, it makes the average American say, yeah, this is just all politically motivated, and anybody who's honest should be able to see that. But um, what does he do? What does he do going forward to keep it? Um, I don't want to. I don't want to say fresh, but to keep it in the in the uh, forefront of people's minds that he's getting the the short end of the stick, the raw deal. Does he just keep saying the same stuff over and over again, or does he does he have to uh, does he have to kind of change as he goes down the road here? Well, he's been he's been smart. I mean, you know, going to these court cases. I think he was at one today. Um, he went to one yesterday. Um, but but the, again, these court cases are less relevant than the, than the one in March, which is the whole enchilada, you know. If if, mm -hmm. if and I might get delayed because again, it's in appeals, but that's the whole enchilada. What happens there? What does the judge do? Um, you know, that that's the game. That one in March, because there's enough time right. to sentence, you know, to jail. So he's uh you know he's got he's got another um another event that just occurred that that i think he could use and would be wise to use i want to get your opinion on this and that is that um the um the ray epps who was the gentleman who yeah. is allegedly an fbi plant and that's alleged i, I heard know, that i, I heard that. actually proved that but he's a guy who's sitting there on camera, on film, on video, sitting there saying, "We got to enter the Capitol," and then you have the Trumper saying, "No, no, no," you know, and uh, you know, so it kind of blows the whole narrative that you know these these people were there for an insurrection, which was a joke. I mean, they were they were you know there because they they knew the election was stolen. It wasn't about you can't have an insurrection when the guy who you're trying to uh, insurrect. It, Overthrow is the guy that's in office, and he's your guy. Right. There's 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 interaction. I thought they found not one gun, not one yeah, person exactly. had a gun. You know. And where did the pipe bomber thing go? What yeah. happened to that? They, they couldn't catch that. So, right. There's so many questions, right? But this Ray Epps, what does he get? Absolutely nothing. Probation. No right? jail time. Yeah. Probation. Yeah. So he get wouldn't Trump wouldn't Trump say, hey, you know, this is I'm just like these J Sixers. I'm, you know, they're coming after me, and here's the guy that was a plant who's, you know, he's getting off scot-free. See how they treat this guy versus a Jake Lang who's, you know, approaching 1,100 days without a trial, right? Yeah, and, four years. It's amazing. Yeah. And I can't so, imagine the conditions in D.C. in jail are any good, so. No, and he talks about that. Now, he, he's he been, um, I tell you what, he's one strong man, Jake Lang. Yeah. Is. He's... he's I'm on his his new channel, which is Blessed News, and I'm proud to be a part of it. But um, so so Trump could do that. He could he could compare and put. I think if you put himself in in company, you know, I don't know that it does him any good with the independents, and that's probably the risk, don't you think? Yeah, the, the, there the, there's there's a risk there. Once the primaries start and they end, then it's it's it's, it's a different election and. They're going to really throw abortion down his throat because they have no plan. So they're going to talk about old issues and they're going to talk the about same thing they do every year. Yeah.
abortion, abortion. Uh, there's some cases again in the Supreme Court about the abortion bill, which could get, which could make the left go crazy if they uh, vote against it. Um, it could be could hurt with moderate women, but they're gonna say, hey, you know, you supported three justices that overturned abortion, and they're just they're, they're gonna they're gonna use that. Now, how effective that is, I don't know. It's been effective in some of the elections that we've seen in the, in the off year and a few of the midterm elections. Um, but it, will it matter in the presidency? Uh, we'll, be, we'll we'll find out. You know, what's his, what's his uh, what's what what's he say in in you know in, in answer to that? Uh, he's all, uh, Trump is all over the place. Uh, you know, whether he would do a ban, whether you know it was a mistake, whether it went too far. You know, on that it depends really uh, on the, audio, the audience. You know, isn't he better off just to say it's not about it's not about what I believe; it's about our constitution. This is a matter for the states. Yeah, I, I mean, he has said he has, he has said that. You know, so that. Um, but but I think he's tried to um, he's tried to stay away from it. Yeah, then, he's kind of he's kind of on the edge because he wants to get the backing of the of the pro-lifers, right? Right. And he, he's so he's trying to balance between the two, I think, right? Well, he, um, right. He doesn't want to offend his his, his base, of course, right. especially his evangelical base. Um, but but he but he knows that if he doesn't get independent women, you know, he's he's got a problem. So he's he's up against two different things and they're pissed about the abortion thing uh, they are pissed about it we've seen it in a, in a couple of elections will it matter again i don't know you know there's so many other issues out there and things are going to happen from now until november who knows what the issues are going to be it could, will abortion be a main issue that that people are going to focus on for six months i don't know right it's hard to imagine that right um what are your thoughts on the minority voter share that he's he's likely to get it seems to be increasing if what i'm reading is correct yeah something's going on with the hispanic community especially in florida um across the board you know puerto ricans so cubans you saw in multiple counties out west um that's you saw some places in texas which is a high mexican community uh, on the other hand in places like arizona and california you didn't see it so I, I I I don't know there 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 is there is a change though in the Hispanic community they definitely are moving right um, in in the in the black community Biden's spot is really black women and and I think he's I, I think he'll probably hold them I think black men could be a proud little proud for him I think he's I think he's going to lose some votes among black men um, how many I don't know you know in general. Mm -hmm. Black voters usually come home and vote Democrat. It's ingrained, you know. Um, I'm sure it's not something he's, he's personally counting on, because when you when you voted 90 percent for so many for so long, it's, it's very very hard to, to change behaviors. But, but with mm -hmm. Trump, it's possible. It is possible. I mean, he doesn't have to move that money. You know, he moves a few percentage points. It's the whole ball game in Detroit and in, in Milwaukee, where where it matters. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, so um so, so what about unions? Now he's he's been trying to kind of take little bites at a time with the union issue and say, Hey, you know, it's great you've got a new contract for the, the automakers, right? But um you're gonna you're gonna not have a job if you if you keep going down this road. So I don't know I don't know how that plays with the unions, but I think he's right. 
Yeah, well, he gets a lot of union members. It's ironic. The you know the, the union um, the union bosses they they tend to stay with the Democrat, but their members go more Republican. You know, each time why? Because the Democrats are the ones that signed NAFTA and all these free trade agreements and did all these things that cost all the jobs in the Midwest. It wasn't the Republicans? You know, yeah, so, they destroyed the base. They destroyed their our manufacturing base. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so he's got uh, he's got a little bit of an improvement i think in 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 some of those areas with the minorities and stuff because i think they i think that what you're seeing in the hispanics is you know there's there's a lot of uh, strong catholics in that group right and i think they don't actually like you know what it is it's evangelicals a lot of them are switching to evangelicals and the ones that switch to evangelicals vote conservative the the, the catholics are more liberal but believe it or not, from what I've read on the polling, it's the ones that are switching to evangelicals. That's what you see in places like Brazil. They voted in Bolsonaro. They vote overwhelmingly for, for conservatives. And what you're seeing, you've seen in the last 20 years among Hispanics is you've seen a lot convert to evangelicals. And those people are voting um, Republican. That's and, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think as we go down this road, though, with, um, you know, some of the some of the. Um, the the woke destructive woke activities that are going on um i think he just benefits from that i think people you know are especially if they're faith-based they see some of the stuff going on and they say well this isn't what i want to support and it seems like people forget with christians it seems like they forget that you know in 2012 it was the dnc it was the year the dnc removed god completely from their platform and, yeah, you know, and I don't. Yeah, that's something that's not talked about enough. I don't think, and that uh, really is the party of godlessness in every way right now. And uh, we see our foundational Judeo-Christian foundation kind of crumbling because of it. But um, uh, I don't know going forward if if Trump really talks to that or not, or if it would not move anybody else. Uh, how much how much time does he dedicate to? Uh, faith. He doesn't seem like he does a whole lot of that. Yeah, I think he's got the faith. I think you know different types of faiths. You know, I think he's got the faith. The faith faith voters are going to vote for him. Um, are going to vote for him. There are some liberal faith based voters, but those people are extremely extremely liberal. Um, you know, main the main the mainstream Protestant churches. And then you have, you know, uh, many Catholic liberals who don't go to church. If if, if people um, attend church regularly, weekly, they generally vote for him. Uh, it's the ones that don't, you know. Um, so, mm-hmm. so you 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 look for that. But you know, one of the fastest growing religions in in the, in the country is is, is uh, no religion at all, you know. And that's what the Democrats mm-hmm. are trying to cater to. Um, well, I had so I produced a documentary called Breaking the Oath, which is all about the COVID protocols that were used. And um, I had Vera Sharav on, who was a Holocaust survivor, and she summed it up perfectly. She said, she said the only standard is that there's no standard at all. And that's <laughs> that's really what we're seeing. And I think if he, uh, you know, would go down that path and, and really make those comparisons, that he could only benefit from that. But Yeah, I agree. Know, I don't, I don't see how I don't see how it I don't see how it hurts him. He's the atheist base isn't voting for him, so he doesn't right. have to worry about about that base, right. you know. 
Um, so another one I was thinking I wanted to ask you about was the Jewish vote. Now, just with everything that's happened in Israel and the response of the Democrats uh, being so pro-Palestinian to the point where the squad is, you know, just yeah anti-Semitic as you can get in the floors, the halls of Congress there. Yeah. Does he does he get more Jewish voters crossing over? Listen, he, the Jewish vote is very complicated. The uh, relationship with the Republican Party, you know, goes back to the days of Henry Ford and Walt Disney, which were just radical, radical anti-Semitic. Uh, so, 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 you know, it's ingrained within your grandparents and your parents. But it's a generational thing. You'll see, you, you'll see little by little it, it changing, especially when people get out of New York. You know, once you're out of New York, you become more conservative. But I think this uh, squad thing is a wake-up call. And um, it, 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 it's going to move a significant amount of people. But what it's going to move is going to move, it's moving money. You know, people have stopped donating to Harvard, you know. I mean, Jewish people yeah, have right. a good amount of money. And, and, and you see guys like Bill Ackerman, they're stopping. They're stopping to stay off of stop my, stop my billion-dollar endowment, you know. And you'll see the uh, um, money stopping on the Democrats, you know. And, and um that's that's really the more critical thing than the votes actually. So do you see that increasing then? I see that, I see that increasing. I see I, I see Jews don't have a lot of people, but with it, they have some money, and I think the power of the, the purse. That's what you saw at Harvard. That's a big reason why gay is gone. And um, I think mm-hmm. you, you use you use the power of the purse, you, you could affect change. And some of the Democrats' biggest donors, you know, are Jewish people. And I think that that is going to uh, stop. I think they're, they're, I just think that they're committing suicide all over the place. I think they're so, you know what the real issue is? They're so worried about offending the Muslims in Detroit that they're afraid of losing Michigan. And that's where the indecisiveness of Biden and Harris and all of it comes from. Uh, they're afraid of losing Michigan. And that's what the real, that's what the real reason is. Hey, Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash The Patriot Review, get all kinds of free, great information, and invest in gold and silver for your future. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that, even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link, also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a mom from the gym, add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fill is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com 
when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. And that is interesting. And that, they also have that, that same base in uh, Minneapolis, right? Uh, Somalia. Yeah, whatever we're claiming that all people from Somalia and um yeah so yeah, they have... yeah, we're getting a bunch here in wisconsin you know wisconsin's a pretty low population state and there's like three thousand coming into western uh wisconsin and um yeah yeah wisconsin. three thousand doesn't sound like a lot when you have huge birth rates and you know five six five six babies to a woman it it, it, yeah. it changes it grows very quickly you know yeah so yeah. and you know the, the stats coming out on the border is something that can only do him uh, good as well because the stats coming out, you know, uh, the number is 85% plus that they don't know who they're releasing into our country. And, um, you know, to me, <laughs> now, I may be a little more hardcore than you, but I would, ex I would have expected if our DOJ wasn't corrupt, I would have expected, um, you know, some impeachment, uh, some investigations all the way up to potential um a treason charge because this is uh, allowing people into our country and, and allowing an invasion you know so the border is something i think he he, he has to uh, yeah yeah he does he, it, he, it's so it's so bad on the border more people got in last year illegally than were born in this country so you know what that means in 18 years i mean it's it's just an amazing stat there were more illegals born last year that were actually physically born in this country. Um, I just can't imagine anyone is for that, uh, except uh, you know a small percentage of open borders crowd, and uh, that really want to radically change. I think it's gone too far. I mean, Biden has the perfect opportunity right now. He should give him the wall. He should cut the ultimate deal on immigration and and get and take that off the table. You know, but does he have the, mm -hmm. the does he have the balls to do it? I don't know. But that's, 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 what, that's what Bill Clinton would have done. Is he would yeah. take it off the table? It would have been over. Or Hillary Clinton off the table. But Biden, he had too many liberals around him. His staffers, he would, you know, it would be a, um, you know, why doesn't he want to fix the border? What's the real reason? You wonder. You know, I don't even think he's. I don't even think he's present. I mean, I think he's he's got dementia so bad. I think it's probably someone like Barack Obama who's really advising. Yeah, a lot What's of people. That? Yeah, a lot of people say that. Uh, I don't can't prove it, but I wouldn't doubt it. And you know, so um, all right. So what? Let's talk quickly about um, VP candidates. And and do you have? I don't know how how far down the road you've thought this out, but do I you have any? This, yeah. Have you? Do you have any favorite picks or any um, strengths or pros and cons? Sure. Yes, three people for you. 
And I think one of the three, in my mind, Nikki Haley makes it won't be her uh, because she could reach over to those moderate women, but it won't be her because the, the base will just go crazy. Uh, Steve Bannon says, for instance, there'll be a war if he picks her, so he can't pick her. I think it's either By Byron Donalds out of uh, Florida, congressman. Problem is they both live in Florida. Or Tim Scott. I, I can imagine uh, Tim Scott seems like the, 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 the pick. Uh, if you want to get black voters, black men, that's you're not going to get black women, but you sure can get black men. And, and that's that seems to me the safe pick. He'll he will not dominate over Trump. Um, there'll be another Pence um, where he's, uh, he, you know, but yeah. he'll, he'll 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 show respect, you know, and um, I would watch out for, for Donald's somehow. He'll, he can just move, you know, Cheney moved. Give up his give up his seat is his. his I'll see him move. So he's 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 become a very very popular congressman, Byron Donald. So you have him, and and but I think it's Tim Scott. I think it makes the most sense. Um, there's no scandals with him. Um, a VP is supposed to cause no harm. You know, that's the only thing in the world. The story is never going to be around. Never is never supposed to be around the VP. But if you pick someone like a Carrie Lake or something around Samal uh, Tahar, then then it becomes about Carrie Lake. And and um, one, Trump won't be able to deal with that. And two, it's just not proper politics to do that. Um, so I think he picked someone like that, you know, Tim Scott, um, who's just a safe pick, who's, who will do no harm, who actually might help him with black voters. So no one like an MTG, but same thing with Kerry Lake there, right? And um, I mean, how, about how, many, how many stories would be about MTG? Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Which is very popular among the base, but 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 it, it would, I, I just couldn't imagine one Trump being Trump, allowing the attention to fall off of him, and yeah. two, just the story just being her nonstop. I, I couldn't I couldn't imagine that helping him. You know, yeah. same so, issue probably with Matt Gates and um, um, who else was I thinking of? Oh, Vivek, right? Same, same issue there. I think I, I think it could be tough. I think I, I think it be, I think it could be I think it could be tough to you know. A lot of people aren't interested in the vice president's name. You know, it's just in the background. <laughs> Sadly, most Americans don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, which <laughs> that's a whole other. You know, but they sure knew Sarah Palin's name and Dan Quayle's name. You know. Uh, yeah, right. The media can can destroy somebody. And that's what they would do. They're unfairly, you know. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But I could be wrong. Maybe he does go there. I, I just, I just, my feeling tells me he, he's got an incredible campaign team around him, and my feeling tells me he really knows what he's going to do, and he, he, and he, he just does the same thing. Um, we know, we know what he did the first time, um, you know, uh, and. Um, He'll do, he'll do the thing that doesn't, doesn't hurt him with conservatives and just does no harm. Right. Right. So what's he do? Um, how does he how does he message? Let's say he wins and he wants to come in. And, of course, everybody on the left is saying, well, he's going to get revenge and he's going to do this or that. And people on the right, like me, will say, well, no, he's going to get justice. Um what do you what do you think is the right thing for him to do for his legacy as far as following up on everything that's been done to uh, to to us and to him? Well, it's interesting if he, if he wins, 
and he there's a chance he could get 55 or 56 in the Senate because it's a great map for the Republicans. If that's the case, Susan Collins, Lisa Mikowski, they can't obstruct. They'll be able to they can get rid of the filibuster, and he could be able to pass whatever he wants. Um, so I, I think he's got to come out with. I think this summer they got to come out with a plan on what they're going to do. He talked about he's going to get rid of Obamacare. He's got to come out with a plan this time beforehand. Otherwise, Biden will just use that. You know, so he's got to come out with a plan. He said he's going to cut taxes. So they have to come out with who's taxed and then cut, how they're going to reform a tax bill. And I think he needs. I think he needs to go big. You know, I think he needs to reform. You know, reform the whole system. You know, and he's got to do it within the first year or two because after that, then you you could lose the house. You know, so you you got to do it. You got to do it rather quickly in the first year or two. Make a change two or three things drastically. Two or three big things, and then you change the little things. You know, executive orders, stuff like that. But does he's he a, have the? Does he have the sway to to rebuild? The all the three-letter alphabet soup agencies that have turned into kind of jackbooted thugs. Well, that's that. that I, don't, I don't know. That's that's. That's a tough one. That's, huh? that's a tough one. The, um, the intelligence community is, is one. It's needed in some ways, but besides that, it's so ingrained in the system, and in Congress, mm -hmm. and in lobbyists, and and defense defense. Contract. I it just it's so it's so ingrained in American politics. It'll be very hard, but if, but if anyone can do it, he could do it. Um, yeah. You know, he's he's. I think you know he, maybe he'll take tenure. I don't not tenure. I forget the word is called. But take take away the protections from some of these federal workers and get rid of some of the federal workers and hire different federal workers. Um, I guess first thing he'll do. Um, and you know, I think I think you know, yeah, you reform the FBI. You, you got to take off. You got to chop the head off. This, you got to chop the head off. So you got to get. Last time he didn't get rid of enough of the the the, the heads. You know, one, two, mm -hmm. three, four, and five. Now he's got they they're building. You know, the think tanks are building out systems of what to do, who to put in there. You know, who to put in number two, number three, number four, number five, and build out not just the head, but build out full teams of people. You know, right. um, so I think if he listens, I think there'll, there'll be. Uh, he can build. He can really. He can. He can, he can change it. He can change it uh, and really do make significant change to it and make it a fair I, system. I, I, I certainly hope that happens. I mean, I want to get back. I want to get to an America that uh, that our founders intended, you know, and not not back to the deep state. We're we've been there, done that, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. All right. So so I thank you for your insight. Oh, it's, I want it's to give you some great time conversation. to talk about. I want, thank you. I want to talk though about. I want to give you some time to talk about your services and just, um, you know, give you some time to talk about whatever you want to talk. about. Yeah, I, listen, we help we help conservatives get elected through polling, consulting, you know, do other advertising. Uh, just visit our website, capitalstrategies.com. Um, we and we'd love to help you if you're in our world. Yeah, I'm going to show. I'm on uh, your website here and. Just pull up your services page here. So you got uh, polling market research. Um, was that peer-to-peer -peer texting? Yeah, there's no, yeah, peer-to-peer -peer testing, signs, um, digital marketing, commercials, TV advertising, strategy, all that stuff. So there's nothing that fundraising plans. So there's nothing that campaign a campaign uh, needs that we don't do. That's awesome.
and you got uh, people can go check it out. You can get uh, fill out a form online and get contacted. Yeah, I'll find um, me on Twitter or LinkedIn. I'm you know easy to find. Okay. All What's right. Your handle. You want to you want to share that? Yeah, uh, Doug J Kaplan on on um on on Twitter, LinkedIn. It's actually Douglas Kaplan, and Facebook. It's Doug Kaplan. Oh. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, thank Doug. You. I appreciate it. You're thank welcome you. back anytime. Anytime. Talk again soon during the primaries. Right. Okay, God bless. Bye-bye. Sounds great. Bye-bye. All right. I really enjoyed that conversation. I think Doug had some great insight there. And I'd like to hear what you think. You can make comments in the description below. Uh, that is on those streaming sites. You can always email me at redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. Uh, tomorrow, I will have M.K. Sweeney, uh, author of a new children's um, fantasy book coming out, uh, is out, actually. Um, sat down with her also today, but I'm going to show that tomorrow. I had a really good talk with her and um, a very positive uh, person. And I enjoy, you know, once in a while taking a little bit of a departure from all the heavy stuff. And we're going to do that tomorrow. So... Thank you all so much, and God bless you all. We will see you tomorrow. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a January 6th political prisoner rotting away in horrible conditions? January 6th patriots are subject to cruel and unusual punishment every day and kept imprisoned for nearly three years without trial. These American heroes have to survive inhumane conditions where they lack basic food nutrients, clothing, and hygiene. Joe Biden's corrupt Department of Justice and FBI Gestapo has been making sure the families of these brave patriots are suffering as well. The breadwinner has been ripped out of the home, and these young families are being extorted thousands of dollars a year to keep up with commissary costs for their J6 prisoner. Many families have been completely devastated, missed mortgage payments and kicked out of their homes, and even the family car repossessed. The ongoing battle these families face to stay afloat and support their loved ones in prison is in desperate need of our help. You can now sponsor a January 6th family to help support them in their greatest time of need. SponsorJ6.com is a new organization started by January 6th political prisoner for 965 days, Jake Lang, ensuring 100% of funds made go to Patriots Commissary accounts. By becoming a sponsor of a J6 family, you can ensure one of the nearly 200 currently incarcerated J6 prisoners is properly clothed and fed. Sign up today to give the vital help these families need and make a real impact in the lives of our POWs. Head to SponsorJ6.com 